On episode 550 of the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we share the seven weight loss hacks. You can find the full show notes for this episode at 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash 550. you decided you're ready to make a change to reclaim your health and fitness the 40 plus fitness podcast is here for you each week we dive deep into health and fitness topics that affect those of us over 40 i'm alan meisner i'm an nsam certified personal trainer with specializations in corrective exercise behavior change and fitness nutrition a fai certified functional aging specialist and an ota level 2 online trainer I'm joined each week by our co-host, Rachel Everett. She is an NASN certified personal trainer and a RRCA level one run coach. Let us be your coaches as you find your way on your health and fitness journey, all right? Let's go. Getting older is more than just losing your hair or your skin getting thin and crepey. We get weaker, we gain weight. Our energy goes, and with it, we feel ourselves go. It's the aging curve. You look in the mirror, or you see a reflection in a window, and ask, who is that old dumpy? And you look away. There goes the confidence. Aches and pains seem to pop up like dandelions in your yard. If having an active retirement was part of the plan, well, what if I told you that you make this decision each and every day? You decide whether you're going down a steeper aging curve or you're slowing it. I think you know that. I think you try, are trying, but there's just something missing. With over six and a half years of training people over 40, people just like you, I've learned that there are a few key things that trip us up, and I've made sure to address all of them in my BFFT program. The BFIT for Task program, BFFT for short, is a six-week deep dive that addresses mindset, nutrition, fitness, and self-care in a way that meets you where you are and takes you forward. We find the tactics and strategies that will work for you, giving you the tools you need. However, it's not good enough to know what to do. You have to do it and keep doing it. Consistency wins. And through BFFT, you have the accountability and support to get you there. Learn more at 40plusfitness.com forward slash BFFT. Change is hard when you don't have the tools and accountability. BFFT will give you both, and you'll have me with you each and every step of the way. 40plusfitness.com forward slash BFFT. Not deciding is deciding. You can stay on your current path, or you can do something different. Check out 40plusfitness.com forward slash BFFT now. You owe it to yourself to at least learn more about the BFIT for Task program. I hope you will. Hey, Raz, how are you doing? Good, Alan. How are you today? Well, a little good, a little bad. Yeah. I, I have an injury. Oh, um, no. I've done something to injure my mid-back. Uh, you know, most back injuries you hear is lower back, um, tends to be a big thing for a lot of people. And then neck, uh, tends to be, so this is kind of an unusual thing. I, I can't point mm-hmm. to anything, uh, acute. I, I can't say I was doing this lift and I felt uncomfortable. I can't say anything odd was going on other than it happened during a time when I was, uh, running Lula's, 
uh, and Tammy was away. So I spent a lot of time sitting at her desk um, and not a lot of time walking around town doing the normal things that I do in a day because I'm usually everywhere. You know, I'm at the gym, <laughs> I'm out and about, I'm grocery mm-hmm. shopping. I do everything on foot. But for that week or so that she was gone, uh, I didn't I didn't get up, move around as much. And I was sitting at that desk. I was doing my workouts, but I so I can't point to any one thing, but it it is pretty intense and mm. I, I can't really twist or lift or do anything. And it's been like that for a few weeks. So oh. you know, I've given it a few weeks to say, okay, if this is a muscular issue, it will, it will resolve itself with rest and good nutrition and mm-hmm. more rest. Yes. Um, it, it hasn't really resolved itself. And so the worst part is I'm just about a month away from the mutter mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm detraining, you know, instead of training at a time when you want to hit a peak, um, mm-hmm. I'm in a detraining mode. And so it's just, it's not looking good for the mutter because the, the last thing I'm going to do at 56 years old is go out there and injure myself. Right. Um, you know, I, I did the Spartan, uh, in hindsight, uh, I, I knew what I was doing. I knew why I was doing it, but, uh, I didn't, I didn't win any money. It wasn't, you know, there wasn't a new right. car at the end of the finish line. Um, uh-huh. I did it and it hurt and I didn't injure myself anymore. Uh, but with the back injury, I am not comfortable that it wouldn't be worse, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm not yeah. winning any money. No one's paying me any money to do this. Um, uh, no one's threatened me. No one's uh, threatened my family. So there, there's no upside. Yeah. There's no upside no. to doing it. Um, no. if there's the risk that I could hurt myself even more. So right. I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to have to bow out of the mutter <sighs> and it's disappointing. Please. It is disappointing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, that's part of this, this journey is mm-hmm. being true to yourself. And we're going to talk about this, in, checking in with yourself, listening mm-hmm. and, and making the right decisions for yourself. And sometimes the right decision is not to push forward, yeah. but to pause and breathe mm-hmm. and find that alternate route to better health and fitness. And so I'm disappointed. Yeah. I'm probably going to be pulling out of the tough mutter here um, in a little bit. And I'm just, I'm sad that I won't be able to do it, but, uh, I got other things that are more important to me than, uh, getting buddy in and maybe, right. hurt. <laughs> well, you know, I, we've been in the same position having to not start a race or, uh, defer it to another year or something. We've, we've been through this for a while and, you know, it's just better that you heal yourself and feel better. And then you'll be able to tackle the next race stronger than, than today. So I hope you figure out what you could do for your back. I hope some more rest and, and maybe some PT might help. I don't know. Yeah. I, there's a physical therapist here. I'm, I'm setting up an appointment with him yeah. uh, just to, just to look it over. He doesn't have any sure. really equipment or anything. And yeah, I could go to the hospital and, and get a, an x-ray, not a self-directed x-ray, um, <laughs> oh boy. you know, uh, but yeah, there's not, there's not really an orthopedic guy here. So if I'm still hurting, when I do go back to the States next month, I probably will set up an appointment with someone there, uh, to just really get a good thorough check over to try to see if we can figure cool. out what it is, because at that point it would have been two months that's a long in that time. condition. And that's not muscular anymore. Something, yep. something's more serious. So I'm hopeful it's not, I'm hopeful yep. that this was just a momentary something and yep. 
it's healing. It's just taking its time to do so. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Frustrating. But, but yes. It is. It is. But you know, again, it, it doesn't mean I can't do things and it doesn't mean that right. I can't continue to focus on sleep and stress mm-hmm. management and uh, nutrition mm-hmm. and uh, mobility and stretching and balance and, you know, cardio yeah. if I'm, you know, if I'm not tweaking it, doing that. So, you know, I'm I'm going to stay active. I'm going to get things Good. done. It's just I, I I won't be lifting tons of weight and yep. throwing it over my head and running around like <laughs> yeah. a wild animal. Good idea. Uh, <laughs> how are things up there? Good, good. We just had a wonderful weekend, a lot of birthday celebrations, a lot of family time, a lot of traveling. So I'm a little bit tired today. And then uh, poor Mike, he's flying to a um, a job. He's got to work this week. Um, so he's flying out of state. So he also had an early morning. He's probably sleeping on the plane. I hope to take yeah. a nap later. <laughs> but go. it was a great weekend. We had a wonderful time with our family and, and some friends. So it was it was a good weekend. Awesome. Worth, it, worth being tired. <laughs> Yes. Yes. You know, that social connection is so important mm-hmm. and it's often something we overlook until we get that dose. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of like, I, you know, even though I'm exhausted, I, I needed that connection. I needed that social Absolutely. thing. And so yep. I'm glad you all had a, a wonderful birthday Thank and you. a wonderful weekend. And uh, you, you want to talk about some of the weight loss hacks that I share? Yes. Yes, okay. I do. Let's have that conversation. So today I want to share with you seven weight loss hacks uh, that I've found useful for helping myself and my clients uh, lose the weight they want to lose. I recently did kind of an outreach study to try to figure out what were some of the main issues that people are dealing with with regards to weight loss and uh, getting healthy and came back with really kind of two clear winners. Uh, The first one was about motivation. Uh, In some cases, it was worded as being lazy. Uh, The second was time. And so these are the two biggest issues, and I wanted to share with you some hacks that'll help you deal with low motivation or just not having enough time. So here are my seven weight loss hacks. Weight loss hack number one, get momentum. Okay, now you start by starting. (laughs) And uh, with food, that means just buying better food, uh, having the food close by. Uh, starting means starting a walking program or just movement that you're capable of doing, even if it's just for five minutes a day. Now, I want you to think back to times when you've been successful. We do that because when we think back to the reasons that we struggle and the reasons that we succeed, it gives us kind of some clear indicators that we can succeed when we put our minds to it. And it gives us some things to look at, at avoiding as we go forward. So. The summary for weight loss hack number one is get started. It's the hardest thing you'll do, but once you get there and you start feeling that momentum, the motivation will come. Weight loss hack number two, understand why you're doing what you're doing. Um, So often I see people walk into the weight room, and this is typically in January, uh, and they don't really know what they're there to do. And as a result, they don't really do the things that make them, that would make them the most benefit. They actually avoid those things because they find them intimidating or they don't know why those things are so important. So things you're going to do, if you start lifting weights, which I highly encourage, or doing some form of resistance training, you might actually gain a little bit of weight. Um, If you do a little bit of research to figure out why nuts and fruit are a better choice than maybe the packaged protein bar or the sports drink. 
These are all ways for you to understand the things that you're doing and why you should be doing them and the things that maybe you need to stop doing. So do a little bit of research, ask some questions. Uh, the Facebook group we have is a really good place to do that. You can go to 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash group. That'll take you to our Facebook group. And I'm always answering questions in there. So if you have a question about why something is or why people recommend a certain thing, just go ahead and ask. So the summary is this, understanding what you're doing is going to make you more motivated to do it because you'll know why you're doing. So you'll be able to use not only the emotion of getting yourself in better shape or doing something, you can use the logic behind it. So both of those are po powerful tools, particularly when they're put together. It's harder to say no to something that you know is really good for you. So take some time to understand which, why, why you're doing what you're doing. Don't just do something without understanding why. Weight loss hack number three check in with yourself. It's important for you to be aware of how you feel about certain things, particularly nutrition and movement, and then understand how good you feel when you're getting good nutrition and better movement. The way you feel can hamper your ability to do things or keep you from doing things. But then once you start paying attention to how you feel when you do them, that's a very powerful feedback mechanism to tell you um, what, what's working and what's not. And when you find that emotionally you're just not charged up to do something, start looking for the triggers that cause that. Were you stressed out? Were you tired? Did you not get good sleep? Um, did something happen in your life that's caused you to be off of kilter? So paying attention and checking in with yourself regularly is going to give you those tools. So the summary for weight loss hack number three is that this is about mindset. And if you haven't figured that out, a lot of what I'm talking about is about mindset. I would consider journaling uh, so you can really put your finger on the pulse of what's happening, how you feel, what's working, what's not. Um, you can break habits by understanding those triggers. And if you're interested, I have a worksheet at 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash habit. So if you find there's a certain bad habit that you keep doing and you want to figure out what that trigger is, you can use this worksheet, 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash habit. And that, that will walk you through the process of documenting what's going on with your habits, where, where those triggers are coming from and what you might be doing about them. So again, weight loss hack number three, make sure you're checking in with yourself regularly. Weight loss hack number four, listen to your words. Uh, back in episode 546, we, we talked about words, Rachel and I did. And um, we tend to use words in our head that we would never use with other people. And we call ourselves things or say things to ourselves we would never say to other people. So that's where when some people said they were lazy instead of saying they were unmotivated, those are different words. Uh, lacking motivation is something, but saying you're lazy is quite a different thing. So if you're, if you're using the wrong words, try to catch yourself doing it. So this goes back a little bit to weight loss hack number three, checking in, but just pay attention to the words you're using and then look for ways to add more positive words and or affirmations. I'm going to share with you the affirmation that I use each morning. It's part of my morning ritual of I go through a series of things uh, that I talk about to myself every morning as a part of my morning routine, morning uh, meditation. So here's my, med here's my affirmation. 
I now have the ability to release whatever has held me back in the past, and I'm now taking the necessary actions to achieve my goals. Now, that might not mean a whole lot to you, uh, but basically this statement, which I make a few times in the morning, each morning, really helps me set my intention for the day and know that my actions are there to serve my goals, not the other way around. So I have the actions that drive to goals. And I make sure that I start the day with these positive statements about myself, about where I'm going, about what I can do. And I use those as kind of my leaping board in the morning to get a lot done during the day. So weight loss hack number four, listen to your words. Weight loss hack number five, prioritize you, okay? You can't afford to put yourself at the bottom of your priority list all the time. Your family needs you, sure. Your work needs you. Life needs you. But you can't let that be everything. And when you're not able to be there for them, how's that going to feel? So we've got to do some things to take care of ourselves first. Now, everybody likes to throw out the put your mask on before you help other people. Um, I'll put it a whole other way. If you can't swim, you're not going to be saving many lives fall in the water. So teach yourself to swim. Get out there and start doing things that are good for you. It'll increase your energy. It'll increase your drive. But you've got to be a priority because if you don't make yourself a priority, you'll never make the time to do it. You need to set yourself up as your priority. Make this important to you. Make it emotional. Have a good why and a good place you want to go, good vision, and that will give you the commitment. Once you start prioritizing yourself, you're going to be in a lot better shape to help others. So weight loss hack number five, prioritize yourself. Weight loss hack number six, get some skin in the game. Okay. Uh, Free things feel like they're a great value. You know, you can uh, bookmark a YouTube video and have it for later. It costs you nothing, but do you do that workout again? And so even though it's free, you're not using it. It's not much value to you at all. Now, paying a little bit of money or some money gets you some skin in the game. And what I found when I have a paid challenge versus a free challenge is compliance for my paid challenges goes up astronomically. People who pay for a challenge get about 80% compliance, whereas people who don't pay, we're looking at closer to 10 to 20%. Why is that? They've got some skin in the game. And I'll give you an example for myself. Uh, When I was trying to start getting myself in shape, uh, I had three gym memberships. I had a payroll deduction for my gym membership that was close to my work because they uh, they did that. They you know they they would pay part of your fee and do a payroll deduction for the rest. Um, I had a direct debit for a second gym, so that went directly against my checking account each month. They billed me. And then I own thousands of dollars worth of uh, fitness equipment that I put into a storage shed that I paid rent on every month. And I paid that rent with my credit card. So as I was going through and looking at my finances each month, I could see each and every one of those deductions, each and every one of those payments. So I knew I was investing in my health and fitness, and it really felt like I needed to use that investment as best I could. So I I got rid of all the, the excuses and I put some skin in the game. And that really helped a lot. I saw them coming out. I saw the investment and I wanted to do better. So weight loss loss hack number six, get some skin in the game. 
Uh, don't be afraid to invest in yourself. It's the best investment you can ever make. Weight loss hack number seven, accountability. The best accountability you can have is being accountable to yourself. That's called intrinsic motivation, and it's the strongest kind of motivation you can have. But not all of us are going to have full-on intrinsic motivation all the time. Some of us are just not going to get there without some help. And many times uh, we have saboteurs in our life that are holding us back and making it harder for us to get the things done and stay true to ourselves. Now, when I talk about saboteurs, I want you to understand that there are some bad intention saboteurs and there are some good hearted saboteurs. So I'll talk about the bad intention ones first. They don't want you to change. Now, that might be because uh, they, that your success makes them feel bad or that your success might scare them. Okay. So sometimes a loved one doesn't want you to lose all that weight because then you don't, you're not the same as them. They don't want you to stop eating and doing the things that you used to do because it feels like it's changing them and their lives. Uh, or they just don't want you to succeed at all because it makes them feel bad. Um, those are the kind of people that you need to get away from where you can. Obviously, some of them are going to be family, uh, deep, deep friends, but just recognize the saboteurs. Now, there's some good-hearted saboteurs out there too, and these are a little harder to find or understand what's going on. Um, they seem very supportive and they want to guide you, but they're often either misinformed or underinformed about health and fitness. Perfect example of that is the folks that are like, you should just eat salads, uh, take this diet pill, uh, don't eat fat, you'll have a heart attack. Um, they were told a lesson a long time ago, and they just can't get away from it. So you tell them you're going keto, um, and they're like, oh my God, you're going to have a heart attack. Uh, you can't eat bacon all the time. You have to eat vegetables and fruit, and you have to get the grains in. And they're, they're going on old information, but it's their information. They think they're doing you a favor. They think, they think they're saving you. Um, they've seen someone else take that pill and lose weight, so they believe it will work for you. Uh, they're good-hearted, but they're still sabotaging the work that you're trying to do. So you need to be aware of your saboteurs and make life decisions on how you communicate with them and what you share with them so that you can do the right things for yourself. Now, for some of us, um, our family is our why. And for most of us, it is actually. Um, and they don't want you to be sick and frail. They really don't. But they're also probably not the right people to hold you accountable and for the very reasons that they don't necessarily want to change their life. And if you're changing yours and it's going to impact theirs, they're not always going to be in your corner. Even though they want the best for you, they're not always going to be there. So what I recommend doing is finding people that can keep you grounded. Find people that are more like what you want to be and start surrounding yourself with them. You can find these people at the gym. Uh, if you start going to the gym at a certain hour most days, you're going to see the same people in that gym that same hour most days. Uh, it's just how it works. I was a five o'clock guy, same three guys in the gym every morning at five o'clock, and I was one of them. Um, you can meet someone on a Facebook group. There's a lot of Facebook groups out there, but the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast group is really one that's designed for support. It's not designed to brag about how fit we are. It's designed to support you and help you. You can post and ask for an accountability buddy there. Um, so, you know, finding a buddy that's online, 
that can keep you on track, keep you on task, can hold you accountable, can go a long way towards keeping you uh, fit and happy and, and progressing. Another one is uh, find a, another friend that could already be a friend that also wants to get healthier and more fit and is committed to the task. Uh, they've got skin in the game. Uh, they've got the right mindset. They've gone through all these other things that we talked about, and they're they're going to stick with you. They can be your walking buddy. They can meet you at the gym. Uh, you guys can just trade recipes or batch cook together on Sundays. Um, so you guys have healthy meals for the whole week. Or you can hire a coach. Now, most of my clients stick with me because they like the accountability. They like the way I go about it. Now, they might like me a little, but it's really the accountability that keeps them on task and keeps them here. Now, I've hired a coach in the past when I was training for Spartan. I had a strength coach, um, and I knew he'd be at the gym every morning at 5 o'clock. Um, so there was no hitting the snooze. There was no calling out. Um, I was at the gym every single morning at 5 o'clock. Um, I think he hit the snooze on me a couple of times, but at any rate, I still got a good workout in. I was still motivated. I had that accountability. So I was still going to tell the coach, Hey, you weren't there, but I got the workout and here's, here's my recorded results. So having someone to hold you accountable, whether it's someone in a Facebook group, whether it's someone you meet at the gym, whether it's just another buddy that wants to get in shape or you hire a coach, get some accountability. You don't have to do this alone. So the summary of uh, weight loss hack number seven, accountability, is everybody's going to need help from time to time. Don't be afraid to ask for it. Don't be afraid to ask for accountability and find the right people to surround yourself with so you can be successful. So I shared the seven weight loss hacks, and you might have picked up on something. These are not really weight loss hacks. <laughs> They'll work and they'll work for you, but you have to do the work. So these are not easy button things. There's no easy buttons in weight loss. You've got to find these tasks and these actions and these tactics and these habits and you implement them and you work on them. And you keep pushing through. And if you need accountability, you find accountability. If you've got uh, saboteurs in your life, you put them on mute or you go away from them. Uh, if you're dealing with some mindset issues, the way you talk to yourself, the other things that are going on in your life, you have to pay attention to that. You have to check in with yourself. You have to pay attention. The answers are there. Now, if any of this resonated with you, uh, I'd love to hear what's holding you back and see if there's something we can do to help. Again, you can catch us at the group, the Facebook group, 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash group. It's a very supportive and helpful environment. I have weekly challenges. I share uh, cool things I find. Um, it's, it's a good group and a lot of questions come up and we're answering those questions and we're helping people there. And it's a great place to find yourself an accountability buddy or at least understand what's working for other people. Or you can email me directly, alan at 40plusfitnesspodcast.com. I'd love to hear from you. These weight loss hacks are not hacks, but they're action steps that you can incorporate that will help you be successful help you stay motivated, and help you find the time to get healthy and fit. Welcome back, Raz. Hey, Alan. I really loved every single one of these seven weight loss hacks, but I'd like to start chatting about number six with getting skin in the game. And I, I just loved how you pointed out that free is great. And I love free. There's 
the internet is wide, it's vast, and it's full of all sorts of videos and blogs and all sorts of data that we could use in our weight loss journey and fitness journeys, but we just don't. We choose not to. Yeah. You know, someone will sit there and, and see this, uh, this great workout on YouTube. It looks like yeah. fun and they bookmark yep. it. Mm-hmm. market and then they never go back to it. Right. It's, there's a big, there's a gap between what we want to do and the action it takes to actually do it. There's a big gap there. Yeah. So, you know, I, I would do these free challenges and to me, that's the best example Yeah. that someone would sign up for a 28 day um, challenge and they're really excited about it. Now, mm-hmm. one of the things I try to deliver most of these with email campaigns because it does a couple things. One is it's, I can automate it a little bit. So it's in your mailbox. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then it gives you a direct connect to come right back to me if you have a question. So you know how to get, you, you literally respond to that email and it comes back to me. But another thing that it does is it lets me see who's opening the emails and mm-hmm. who's click, clicking the links. So mm-hmm. why is that important? Because that is the way that I'm holding people accountable in the challenge. Now, do I email someone and say, hey, you didn't open day three. What mm-hmm. the heck's going on? Like, <laughs> no, I, I don't. I probably should, uh, <laughs> but I don't. But at least at that point, I have some information. So what I'm saying is the data I have after running hun- a lot, ton- dozens and dozens of challenges with over thousands, thousands of people that have gone through these challenges. You know, some mm-hmm. of my challenges have had as many as 300 people. And I see the open rates and 100% opened the first email because that's how they got on the list. They had to confirm their email address and hundred percent. And then the emails go out and by day three, we're already in the eighties. Wow. And by the end, if we're in the 20% range, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's incredible. Now, what, what, so 20% of the people opened the last email, which means 20% of the people were still doing the challenge. They were still paying attention. So at least they opened the email. Now, are they still keeping <laughs> their sugar where they wanted to? Are they mm-hmm. doing their squats? I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Now, another thing I would do is I'd use the Facebook group as kind of some accountability and you know, tell me about mm-hmm. your squats. Tell me your finish. You know, and that was some accountability, which is another one of the hacks that I talk about here. But what I found was if I charge a little bit of money, like $7, even, you know, $28, mm-hmm. whatever, uh, doesn't have to be a lot. The rate of people that do it goes up to 80%. That's incredible. And it's just $7 just, mm-hmm. you know, so it's not like, I mean, I'm literally, that's not, I don't even know if that right now that would cover a drink at Starbucks. I mean, you know, the way prices <laughs> right. have gone up, you, the, the drink you used to drink is seven bucks and you would spend that on one latte you know, thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I'm asking for. And yeah. I get 80% of the people do the challenge. Now, it's, obviously it's not 300 people that are signing mm-hmm. up to do the challenge. Now it's a, it's a, a subset of those, uh, that'll pay. So the, it, the basic just is this, if you're, if you're willing to spend a little bit of money mm-hmm. to have the support, mm-hmm. you know, and then also have the accountability, that's the good piece, you know, yeah. then that's what you're paying for. That's what the yeah. pay for these challenges at $7 means that you know I'm sitting on the other side of that email paying attention mm-hmm. who's opening them how many mm-hmm. people are opening them are they opening all of them you know and when are they opening them you know mm-hmm. so i can kind of see okay i send out email number 16 today is day 16 and people are opening day 16 but then i see someone just open day 12 and i'm like okay well maybe they stopped and they're starting back and then right. i see 
they don't open anymore. I'm like, okay, maybe that was just a mistake. The cursor was on 12, you know, day 12 email. <laughs> they clicked on it. It looks like it was open, but they, they you know, so again, yeah. I only say that because, you know, finding out what works for you mm-hmm. is really important and paying for some of these other things that happen, you know, the accountability, the guidance mm-hmm. and support, you know, yep. you can't overlook that. The YouTube video doesn't, I mean, it knows person knows like a mm-hmm. thousand people watch my YouTube video, yep. but they don't know you and they're not sending no. an email or something directly to you and knowing that, it, you know, they see, cause I see your name. I know mm-hmm. the, the person, the people participating. I see your names. I see your mm-hmm. email addresses. Um, some of them are quite creative. Uh, and I love that. Um, you know, and, and so we'll just, you know, you're doing the challenge and I know you're doing the challenge and I see you open the, opening the emails. And that makes me very happy as a coach to see mm-hmm. people doing this and then to get the feedback back, you know, this mm-hmm. is really great. I've lost three pounds. I've lost six yeah. pounds, you know, just in a 28 days of doing something as simple as cutting sugar. Um, and I put the sugar challenge out there. It's out there on my website right now. If you go to 40 awesome. plus fitness, you can get in the sugar challenge, the functional ch- uh, fitness challenges out there. And I'm looking at putting a couple of the other ones that I've done before reworking them, resetting them and setting them out there. For you Sweet. to do at your own pace. But again, you do still have the accountability. Mm-hmm. You still do have the support. And yeah, you've got a little bit of skin in the game. But yeah. I think it's I think it's worth it if it's going to be something that keeps you on track. Well, it's an investment. If you're going to invest in this knowledge and this activity, plus having the support and the gentle nudges to do your squats or sugar challenge or whatever, you're you're going to do it. You're going to put it on your calendar and you're going to commit to it. So yeah, I think having skin in the game is a pretty important uh, weight loss hack. Yeah. And then uh, you, there was another one you wanted to talk about. Oh, the checking in weight loss hack number three, check in with yourself um, and how you're feeling about the nutrition you're choosing or the exercises you're choosing. I think this is really important because in, at least in my, in my world, in the running world, you know, some people think that running is the best cardio out there and that's how they're going to lose weight, but they don't like it. So if you don't like the activity, then why do it? And the same thing with choosing a diet. There's a lot of um, propaganda out there about the vegan or what we do is low carb or keto or carnivore. You know, if you don't like to eat vegetables, then a vegan diet is not your choice. So I think, you know, giving it some thought about what you're doing, what you're choosing and why you're doing it is important. Yeah. And that, again, these are all interrelated. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you literally just talked about one, two, and three. I think I did. Yes. With that one paragraph, but (laughs) yes, you know, the core of it is this, okay. There are going to be days when we feel really good and there's going to be days when we feel really bad. Like I'm right now, I am training some live clients at the gym. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so I had a girl and she, uh, she came in, she couldn't make the workout that was scheduled. It was a little group training. So she missed the workout, but I had written up her program. I told her to come in. She said, okay. And one of my staff was there. You could spot her on some of the lifts and all that. So she was good. She did it. She wrote all these little notes to me, you know, how she was feeling, how it was going, just the same question. She knew I would be asking her if I was awesome. And so then I get through and she says, you know, she said, I came in for that workout. I felt really good and energetic and I did really Mm. well. I really pushed it myself. And I'm like, that's great. And she says, today, I just, I don't feel that same energy level. And I said, that's fine. I said, you're aware. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to beat yourself up if you can't match that workout, but you do have the guidance and support. You have someone sitting here, you know, why you're doing this. Okay. So she's going to Italy 
and she kind of wants to lighten a little, lighten up a little bit. So lose a little uh-huh. bit of body fat and, and just kind of get a better, more athletic look to herself as she goes on this holiday in Italy. And that's what her goals are. And so nice. that's what we're, we're working her toward. But so she, she knows when I come in, I'm, I'm, I'm I might be more challenged with this workout and, and mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. If my energy level isn't here, I know why. And I know why mm-hmm. this workout isn't as good as the last one. And I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm not lazy. I'm not all these other things. It's just where I am and what my sure. body's capable and that of day. today. Yep. And so what ends up happening is I'm in there and I'm putting weights on the bar and she's working out and she's doing a better workout this time than she was the time before. And it was all because she got her mind right first. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if you can get your mind ahead of reality, (laughs) say, okay, here I am. I understand the world. Okay. Mm -hmm. I check in with myself. I know my energy level. I check in with the world and 60 pounds weighs 60 pounds. Okay. Yes. Same 60 pounds <laughs> three days ago. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's still just 60 pounds and mm-hmm. I've done it before. I know I can do it again. Ooh, yeah. That right there is powerful. Yeah. That's the checking in. That's the, mm-hmm. that's rewarding yourself with the knowledge of what you're capable of and understanding that you're capable of so much more. So it's yeah. like, she asked the question because you know, they're, they're new to some of these weightlifting and things. So they're getting into it and they're like, okay, I don't understand. I can, bench press 60 pounds and I'm squatting 60 pounds. Aren't I supposed to be squatting a lot more? And mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, you are. And mm-hmm. you're capable of doing it. And I've told you that about a half a dozen times over the last <laughs> couple of weeks, but I said, here's what's going on. The squat is a much more complex exercise, mm-hmm. meaning there's a lot more moving parts and you haven't mastered those yet. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to put a heavy load on a body that's not with good form. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the support and guidance and stuff I'm providing. Now she could load 120 on that bar and easily squat it. Now she'd probably hurt herself by not yeah. doing it with good form. So mm-hmm. we're easing into that. So the self-awareness of I'm learning form. Mm-hmm. And as I learn the form, I can actually maximize the strength because I'll start actually using my glutes instead of my quads. Mm-hmm. And then, so again, back to three, two, which I said, you kind of went through all three of them Two yep. is understand why you're doing what you're doing. Why is yeah. Alan holding me at 60 pounds on the squat? And I'm mm-hmm. already at 60 pounds on the bench press. And the reality is I'm doing that on purpose because we don't want to get hurt. Yeah. Got to know the form yep. when the form comes uh, this lady, I told her when she started to do the squat, I said, you could throw that bar through the ceiling. If you just yeah. use your glutes and the power that you have, you could easily just launch that thing through the roof. I said, when you figure it out, when you fire those glutes at the bottom and you figure that out, you're going to see that weight just lighten up, like just melt. And you're going to be able to do a lot more. So just realize that, you know, the investment in yourself, you know, yeah. understanding what you're doing and why you're doing it. Uh, and then checking in with yourself. I mean, those are all critical to doing it right, keeping yourself on path. But to me, the number one on all of these is you just have to get started. Yeah. If yeah. you're not starting, you're not finishing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's the, I know that's the hardest part, but it's that mindset of, oh, I have to do something. 
please, (laughs) (laughs) please, please just take that step and do something. I think sometimes we get paralyzed with fear because we don't know what to do or where to start. And then we get paralyzed with the vast internet and all the data that surrounds us. And we know even less where, where to go and what to start and what to do. But I think if you listen to yourself and, you know, try and figure out, you know, what your strengths are, you know, then you can just, just branch out and try something. Yeah. You know, it's, it's as simple as this. I, I had a, a client that she was, she was really out of shape. I mean, really deconditioned. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, Alan, I get winded walking to my car in the driveway. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where her conditioning was at that point in time. And I said, okay, I said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to your car in the morning and I want you to do one lap around your car. And she said, what's that going to do? I said, you're going to end up taking about 30 more steps than you took to get to your car. Mm-hmm. And I said, after a week, let's talk about it. And she's like, well, okay, I can do a lap around my car. I said, okay, now I'll do two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Within, within a few weeks, she's walking around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. She's dropping weight. She's now, she, because she's moving, she's starting to look at nutrition differently, you know, and, and so it really creates this environment of, oh, if I'm improving my health by walking, then I probably shouldn't be eating those Doritos for dinner. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) True story. True story. It happens. Uh, (laughs) But you you start, the math starts to hit in your head. It's like, oh, well, if I'm doing this, I should do that. And, and so, you know, the, the crux of all of this is there are no hacks, no shortcuts. Okay. You know, you can hack a computer because it's a language. It's a, it's a a functions. Uh, You can hack a human. You can sit there and say, hey, and you can tell them, I'm from AT&T and, you know, we're noticing there's a problem with your credit card bill. You know, could you give me your credit card number, your PIN code, and I need your social security number. And before you know it, people are hacked and they're giving all that information, Mm -hmm. thinking they're talking to the AT&T person because they've been having trouble with AT&T. And then they're like, oh, they're calling me to fix it. I'm going to give them all the information to fix it. Um, You can be hacked. Mm -hmm. Um, Science cannot be hacked. And so weight loss and fitness and all that, it's biology, it's chemistry, it can't be hacked, but your brain is a powerful function over the way the body works. Mm -hmm. And if you get your mindset right, then motivation, finding time, those vanish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you get committed and you enjoy the change. And it just propels you further forward. So if you don't take anything from all of this that we've talked about here is one, just get started. Mm -hmm. And all the rest of these things will start to make sense to you as you find yourself at a different point in the journey. But if you don't take the first step, you're not on the journey. Yep. Yep. Great advice. All right. Well, anything else, Rachel? No, this is fantastic. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Take care. You too. Next time on the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we meet Dr. Lucas Ramirez and discuss his book, Simplify Your Health, A Doctor's Practical Guide to a Healthier Life. Until then, have a happy and healthy week.